0: The clock on his desk showed 2:45 a.m. The scent of freshly baked donuts and coffee had brought him back to a better reality than the one he used to work in. No pain in the ass colleagues to torment him over insignificant things. No cases to solve, to lick this and that DA's ass. Detective Gareth Cochran had a great night of paperwork and relaxation ahead of him. The third or fourth since he had rejoined the FBI. At the age of 45, he had believed he could make a change in his life. And for two years, he had managed to keep away from everything and everyone. Travelling non-stop and without any destination. Arriving in Bali, like so many before him, he believed he would find all the answers he needed. And, as it often happens, he found himself back at the starting point, but finally managing to accept himself for what he was, and with mind and heart open to the true experience of life. That evening, the young Sergeant Carmenate had left on his table a couple of USB sticks containing what he had considered appropriate to describe as irrefutable evidence of crimes that took place in digitally augmented reality. Cochrane barely held back a laugh committed himself To welcoming Carminate's enthusiasm With unexpected diplomacy He would never have wanted To offend The sensitivity Of a generous And honest guy Like him And had promised him That sooner or later He would look at the videos For a few minutes He had managed to keep himself busy signing reports And sipping coffee Then the detestable and inevitable instinct Of the trade had the upper hand And he could not help But plug the first USB into the computer At the vision of the images of the casino in Atlantic City. Where Cassandra and Pat had been the protagonists of a fight. Immediately after having reproduced an ancient painting in three-dimensional scale. Cochrane rolled his eyes. He had played that video... A hundred times and ran out of coffee when a seemingly insignificant detail jumped at him. The young woman had waved her hand as one does to cast a spell with a magic wand, a blatant gesture which at the same time left no room for any mechanical artifice to be operated. Everything seemed to have happened by magic. It was a truly exceptional trick. Something never seen before and that deserved some further study. After filling his cup with more coffee, Cochrane had started taking notes on his black leather moleskin and had also run the second USB, the one that contained images of the gas station and the shooting in New Jersey. Akron slumped back in his chair and closed his eyes for a moment. The slow motion view of Cassandra grappling with the rude owner of the gas pump gave him no respite. Could it be a trick of illusionism? for what purpose to steal and between one trick and another an agent got murdered he was surprised to see them transformed once again and yet to recognise without hesitation her eyes which the blue contact lenses did not seem able to completely hide What kind of man could ever believe this woman is a man? He snorted. And then an Afro-American agent in the role of a driver got killed as well. And the two magicians were there. That was a case, a truly interesting case. Cochrane took a deep breath and opened his eyes again. The clock struck five and he turned on the radio on his favourite station. He would try to rest for a couple of hours before telling Kamanate that they would work on this new case together. And meanwhile, Al sang, I will be here for you. Cassandra had a smile on her face. You need a break. Suddenly, the hotel room opened up and the portrait of Sylvia Von Harden Otto Dix came to life she was smoking a cigarette in a cafe with red walls and she was drinking a cocktail Cassandra grabbed two chairs and sat down next to her would you care to join us Pat Cassandra said As she pointed to the chair next to her Almost immediately There were two Long Island iced teas Looking extremely inviting We raised our glasses towards Sylvia And said in unison It is a real pleasure to meet you She smiled With that magnificent face and hair Hat was transfixed As he looked at her hands While she was smoking her cigarette Beyond Control By NTO Monolink Started coming out of the speakers While Cassandra started making a joint Sylvia was looking across the bar Cassandra lit her joint and gave Pat some he took the joint and inhaled it all in and could instantly feel the layers of his life relax and fold in on themselves hypnotised by tin liquor and start started playing I am sorry I froze And panicked earlier today Cassandra I made it much harder for you I need to listen to you more You are more together than me And better able to cope with everything You think in a very different way to me But I need to try And listen to you more and learn from you this situation is not ideal at all but we need to work with it and see if it is possible to find a way forward it seems to me you are far more adapted to this fucked up multi-layered terrain that we find ourselves in than I am I have been struggling Cassandra smiled Don't worry Just enjoy the moment Monolith By Curean Started pumping out Pat smiled And raised his glass to Cassandra Sipping and enjoying the Long Island iced tea Before they knew it They had finished the glasses and another two refreshed and full glasses of the cocktail appeared. This is lovely. I wish there was more time for things like this. Garden by Ramper versus and me was flowing out now. The room felt magical. Cassandra looked at Sylvia You are never lacklustre Sylvia You are always your own beauty A beautiful minus sign In a world Full of Meaningless Ruts A symbol of salt Spilt on a photograph In a shop and mall Full of gift shops The feel of the desert In the cold tile At the heart of the skyscraper The rhythmic pulse The flies Like a broken dance In an over-rehearsed Soulless glare The world Of non-stop neon Everything fallen outside Nothing burning nothing growing on the inside Sylvia said nothing but there was a hint of a tear behind her monocle as she raised a glass to Cassandra Cassandra and Pat rose from the table it is time for us to go But it was an absolute pleasure to meet you at last. With that, Cassandra and Pat found themselves back in the hotel room. Pat cleared his throat. Let's get to work. You start on the phone. And I will start on the laptop. And don't forget... We have the pleasure of sharing the finger. They both laughed. That morning Ramon Kamanate had gone to pick up Detective Cochran in his orderly SUV. He was wearing A dark blue suit that barely contained the muscles he had trained with fatigue and consistency every single day. This would be his first major mission, and what's more, alongside the most controversial and interesting detective in the whole department. Ramon was the pride of his parents who, arriving from Cuba 30 years earlier, had rebuilt their lives by running a dance school in Queens. They had saved up enough to make him study, then Ramon had chosen the academy. And his knowledge of Spanish and the Afro-Cuban undergrowth in New York allowed him to show off and go a little way. A one-piece boy, his colleagues said of him. And everyone was quite surprised by the enthusiasm he had revealed at the news of having to work with Cochrane but Ramon was looking forward to proving that he had a brain, and not just a well-developed body, and this seemed to be his chance. Entering the car, Cochrane was greeted by hot coffee, donuts, and an unsettling smile. Kamenate. We have a long day together Ahead of us Let's define Some basic rules First of all Relax We're not going to the White House Then if you don't mind I'll drive Carmenate Closed his mouth And opened the door to give up the driver's seat. Cochrane took off his jacket and put on his dark glasses. Where do you want me to set the navigator? Calminate asked him a little hesitantly. Cochrane didn't answer and handed him a road map. We headed To a Wilmington gas station, a little further on Philadelphia. You can relax, study the map, enjoy the ride, Cochrane added, explaining, albeit informally, the hierarchy in their team. Then, once he connected his cell phone to the car stereo, he started the best of Marcellino Guerra, opening Gramon's mouth and heart. Marcellino Guerra, teniente, it surprises me. No sabía que conocía este tipo de música. Cochrane smiled. Me conocerás un poco Meo. Only De serba que sigo soñando con la casa de la musica en Trinidad. But now, let's focus on how to approach this case. Ramon was increasingly baffled by Cochrane, as if he no longer even needed to know how complicated this case was going to be. Less than two hours later, Cochrane and Calminate got out of the SUV to refuel at the same gas station where Pat and Cassandra had put on the show. While Ramon checked that the liters poured into the tank matched those actually paid. Cochrane had visited the half-destroyed, but strangely clean toilet, and the booth that sold cold drinks, snacks, and too many men's magazines. Without saying a word, he approached the owner of the gas station, who smelled of beer and tobacco, and betrayed a scant acquaintance with soap. He braced himself, showed him his badge the man seemed to come to a senses from his habitual torpor and got back upright revealing his entire size Cochrane took out a photo of Pat and Cassandra and the man's eyes widened Cochrane pulled his chair up to him and the man sat Without making a fuss, he smoothed out his matted hair and took a deep breath. I thought I had hallucinated, if it weren't for the fact that my accounts didn't add up anymore. Cochrane looked him straight in the eye. I don't want to know why you never called the police. Or never filed a complaint. I don't care. But I'm interested. In knowing. How the events unfolded. The man rubbed his eyes. I I don't know. I don't know what to say. I felt like I was. In the middle of a tornado. Only there was no wind. And I couldn't move. That foreign woman had a very strange face You'll think I'm crazy Nobody here thinks you are crazy Keep talking Cochrane reassured him continuing to take notes on his moleskin The man took courage I feel like I was in the centre of one of those superhero movies Those two are not normal They are aliens. I don't know. I just know that. I had never even imagined such a thing. No trick then. Nothing strange about their car. Or some strange object they were holding. The man shook his head. No. I don't think so. Do you think they are aliens? Are you the ones from X-Files? Will they come back to hurt me? Cochrane smiled. I'm sure they won't be back. Don't worry, Cochrane told him, taking his leave. Ramon was waiting for him in front of the car. Cochrane motioned for him to take the wheel and sat in a seat next to him handing him an ice cold beer Ramon appreciated the gesture and started the engine again after a few hundred yards on the freeway he cleared his throat what did you find out from the guy at the gas station he asked Cochrane closed the notebook I believe he has told us everything he knows but I don't think he knows everything he has seen Ramon was not disappointed with the answer and pushed the accelerator pedal while stereo was playing Quijero by Ronaldo Crea